Ladies and gentlemen, you're joining CJ Gilbert with Ask a Web Geek. This is our official first live show, and I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for making it today. I really appreciate you taking the time to be here. Hi, I'm CJ Gilbert, and you've joined me in the web cave. I'm surrounded by my uh, my my creatures, my friends. Uh, I've got some standing by here. Let me introduce you to a couple. This is my, uh, this is a, is this a lizard? I'm not really sure, but it looks cool on my desk. So that's my lizard. Uh, this is Gary, Gary the gorilla. Uh, was was uh, bought for me by a very close friend of mine who will remain nameless. Gary the gorilla is with us. Uh, so as people are joining on the live call, hello there. Hello to Betty. Hello to Garrison. Hello to Farley and Sher uh, Shar Sherry. Good to see all of you today. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, we're going to have a really great show. I've got some great questions lined up. I'll just give it a few more minutes to let people uh, join in. And I'm going to take a look at what all my computer things are saying. Something about the encoding was a lot. I'm, I'm, I am pushing the boundaries of what my computer can do here, folks. So uh, we'll see how it goes. No promises, right? You never know what's going to happen. So um, just going to wait a few more minutes. Uh, thank you very much, Sherry. Really appreciate your comment. Hi, Kim. Thanks for making it. Hi, Farley. Thanks for saying hi. This is a live show, so I encourage you to make comments, say hello. Uh, I can see the comments. There's a weird delay between what I see and what you see and then the comments, so just know that's going to happen. Uh, and I'm getting used to the setup. I've got so many buttons and windows uh, open over here, so I just, uh, I just don't know how it's going to happen. And I keep getting a weird error message over here. Something about my encoding is overloading the system. Uh, I'm probably too animated. Just kidding. Consider turning down video settings or using a faster encoding preset. Hmm. Well, isn't that interesting? Well, encoding preset, I hope that you're uh, good enough because we're on a roll. So we're just going to jump right in. So let's start with uh, with just a few housekeeping details that I've got for you. I'll take you right over here to my slideshow. You've joined Ask a Web Geek. Uh, my name is CJ Gilbert. You can find all the information about our show at askawebgeek.com. If you have any questions that you'd like to ask me offline, not in the live call, feel free to email me, cj at askawebgeek.com. I'll be your web safari guide. This is planned to be a 30 to 60 minute show. I have a feeling it's going to end up being a 60 minute show every time. Uh, because I can tell people have a lot of great questions and I want to be able to answer as many questions as we can in the time we have. And so uh, I will do my best to get through everyone's questions and uh, still respect your time for the day. Keep it under an hour if I can. At Ask a Web Geek, we have one question for you. What would you like to ask a web geek? You know, I, I talk to a lot of people every day about their websites and their marketing. I teach people that your website is your number one tool. It's your number one tool to grow and support your business. I believe you should use your website as the hub for your entire business and your entire marketing platform. And I can go into why that is in a little bit. Uh, basically, it's the only thing you can fully own and control on the internet. So that should be the thing that you own and fully control. 
and then do then go out to for, to all those other places. My hands are waving, but you can't see me, so I'll do it this way. You want to have your website uh, as the hub of your marketing, and then post things there, and then branch out to all those other places: the social media channels, the directory listings, uh, the event bright and meetup, and all those great things, and then direct all those links back into your website. Let your website be the hub, and then go out into all those other great places, which you should be, and then bring those people back into your website. The only thing that you can fully control on the internet. You know, I believe that your website should enhance each aspect of your business. We're talking about improving your website, but what we're really doing is talking about improving your whole business. I believe it should help you attract more customers, make more sales, enhance your customer service, which increases your efficiency. All of these things help you save time, save money, and ultimately serve your clients better, faster, and easier. Hi, Ina. Thanks for joining us today. I just want to take a minute to congratulate all of you that are here live and that are watching the recording or maybe listening to the podcast later. And I want to say to you, congratulations. You want to improve your business. It's the whole reason that you're here today, and you're taking steps to do so. And I just want to take a minute and acknowledge you and say that you're doing the right thing and you're in the right place. And I'm so glad we're going to spend this time together. So give yourself a pat on the back and just take a moment to appreciate that you're in that top, what is it, 1%, 5% of people who actually work on their business and want to improve themselves and their lives. So congratulations. Here's a couple housekeeping details of how this is going to work. We've got a Facebook group. If you're watching me live right now, that means you're in the Facebook group, and I appreciate you being here. Thank you. You're going to make the call that much more interesting. So the uh, the way it works is join the Facebook group. That's going to be kind of the hub for everything that we're doing. I just said to make your website the hub, isn't it? I will have a website that is the hub, but what I mean is for this interactivity, for this live call, it's all taking place here inside the Facebook group. So I want you to join the Facebook group, Ask a Web Geek. That's where you can post your questions all week long. And then it's where you can participate in the live call as I go live right here every Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. You can join the live call, participate, ask questions, make comments, make fun of me and the other people. Just kidding. Well, you can make fun of me, but not the other people. And, uh, and then after we have our live call here, I'm going to take that call, I'm going to take the recording, and I'm going to produce a video, which is then going to go on YouTube. So watch it the first time here live in the group. Watch it later when it goes on YouTube. Subscribe to our new YouTube channel. It's Ask a Web Geek. I don't have a custom URL yet because I need 100 of you to subscribe. Oh, what's it saying there? Something about my... I don't know if you can still see me. It could be going in and out, guys. Just bear with me, please, if you would. New technology at work. So subscribe on YouTube. Once the show goes there, you'll be able to watch it again. And this is perfect because then you'll be able to pause it, rewind it, go back. So you can ask the question for the first show. I'll go over it probably pretty quickly in this format, trying to answer as many questions as possible. And then you'll be able to look at it later on YouTube, pause it, rewind it, make sure you get every detail. So when you're actually working on improving whatever that is, maybe you're asking me how to upload a picture somewhere, you can actually, uh, I'll, I'll do it for you. And then you can come back later on YouTube to watch that done again when you're ready to make that, uh, make that happen. Okay, and then you can follow on Twitter. We're on uh, Twitter at Ask a Web Geek. And then finally, I'm going to take the audio out of this and I'm going to make it into a podcast. The podcast.
podcast is going to be called Ask a Web Geek. Uh, my, my, the sun is coming out here and getting in my eyes. Uh, so it's going to become a podcast later as well. So do uh, subscribe to that. I don't have any details for that yet, but it will be on iTunes and probably some Google Android things as well. Uh, I'll learn more about that after I produce this show. So it's going to be kind of a learn as I go experience and you can learn along with me. So that's the format. Uh, all of these details are on our website at askawebgeek.com. Hey, real quick disclaimer. This is not legal or professional advice. You also should be willing to have your question or issue addressed in a public forum. This is a public show. This is going to be a public group. So please only ask those questions that you're okay with being answered in a public format. When I have personal and private uh, consultations with clients, I, we do sign a non-disclosure agreement. I will not uh, knowingly reveal any information about your business. So if you'd like to have a private conversation, of course we can do that. But anything that we talk about here, please make sure it's okay to be publicly shown and addressed. I will do my best uh, to, to save any of your private information, passwords, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but just know, again, this is a public forum. So do keep that in mind as you're asking your questions. And once again, this is not legal or professional advice. I am not an attorney. Please consult with your attorney or business professional before you make any changes that affect your business. This is my personal responsibility, just one geek's opinion, and you accept responsibility for everything. You are responsible for everything. CJ Gilbert and Ask a Web Geek is responsible for nothing. That is my official disclaimer, and I learned that from a friend, and I think it's hilarious. All right, moving right along. Hey, who am I? I'm CJ Gilbert. I'm the web geek. I've been a web developer for over 20 years now, and now I'm a speaker and an author. I work with business owners and entrepreneurs on how to improve their marketing and their websites. And by working on their websites, we improve their whole business because a website is just here to support your business in three ways, your search, your sales, and your service. You could ask me questions about any of those topics as we go, or it could be something totally new and different. More questions coming up. My business is serving your business. My whole business is here to make sure that your business is better, bigger, better, and can do more. I want you to do more business. I want you to do better business. I am working on improving your business so that your message can reach more people. And I want you to always be on the lookout for that golden nugget. You know, our, our brains are really interesting the way they work. And you'll learn something new each time you, you consume a piece of content. It could even be the same content. So you're watching now on the live show. You're going to come back later and watch the recording. Or maybe you're one of those that found me on YouTube. Hi, hello, how are you? And as you watch this over and over again, you're going to get something new every time. And then if you listen to it as a podcast, you're going to hear something new and you're going to think, how is that possible that I've listened to this show three times and I heard something new every time? How is that even possible? It's just the way that our minds work. So I encourage you to be open for a golden nugget that you're going to receive every time you watch this recording or you read my book or you hear me speak or you watch one of the videos or you buy me a cup of coffee and we have a chat. Every time you'll get something new. It's fascinating how our brains work. I encourage you to grab a sheet of paper and I like to say, draw a line right down the middle of it. On the left-hand side, take notes as we go. 
On the right-hand side, that's the place for you to create some action steps. So all your notes go on the left, but a couple of those notes are really going to stand out to you as things that you want to move quickly on, move at the speed of instruction, and make sure to uh, jot those down in the right side, in the action side, and also star those golden nuggets. I'm going to uh, take a drink of my coffee here real quick uh, as you as you set up your paper. Let me know if this is all making sense. Please let me know if I'm still streaming and you can hear me. And uh, <laughs> we'll move on here in just a second. How's it going out there in, in internet land? I treated myself to a Starbucks this morning in celebration of the new show that all of you are here. So I'm so glad you're here. Also, we're running out of coffee and I want to make sure Emily has a cup when she gets out here. So that's very considerate of me, isn't it? Am I still going, guys? What do you think? Give me a comment down there. Doing great. Awesome, Garrison. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Okay, then we'll move right along into our next thing here. I'll keep that up. Uh, Ask a Web Geek. Yes, that's the show we're doing. Let me, uh, let's, let's take you back there. A couple quick sponsors of our show today. Uh, I want you to make sure that you know about my free video workshop. It's called Five Keys to Unlock the Profit Hidden in Your Website. You can sign up for free at mywebsitesafari.com. This is a totally free video workshop that is a uh, seven videos. I used to do an hour webinar, but I took that content, sliced and diced it up into seven videos that are each less than 10 minutes so that you can consume those one bite at a time and work on one piece of your website at a time. And I also, by the way, talk a little bit more about my story in video number two. So if you want to hear a little bit more about me and how I got to where I am and how I came to live in the web jungle, then uh, do, do check out that series. And in video two, you'll learn a little bit more about me. And... I want to tell you about my website treasure hunt. This is a service that I'm now offering. It is a personal service, one-on-one -on -one time with me, not a group setting. This is a 45-minute virtual safari where we explore your website using my 85-point treasure map. Remember those three areas I mentioned, your search, your sales, and your service, where we comb through those areas systematically looking at your website and looking for every little thing that we can uh, improve in your website and your business. So it begins with a full uh, safari of your website. There's a, there's a pre-checklist. There's some questions to get you started. We're going to run a a business listing scan to see how you appear. That's the search. We'll talk about how to get more sales through your website, encourage people to get to know you, and even how to improve your customer service, which people never think about, but it really increases your efficiency and your productivity. So if any of those things sound good to you, check out WebsiteTreasureHunt.com to learn exactly how I do that. Tell a friend that if they need their website to do something more for them, they might want to check out WebsiteTreasureHunt.com. Thank you, Melissa, and thank you, Farley, for your comments. I do appreciate it. All righty, so it's time now to buckle up, stay hydrated, make sure you've got something to drink. I do have my water, even though I also have coffee too. Uh, so we're going to dive right in. If there's any questions that you guys have while you're watching live, absolutely put those in the comments, and we'll address those. Otherwise, we've got some questions already ready. And so we'll jump into those in just a minute. I'm also going to have a featured topic every week. Some 
some little thing that I've found or a resource I want to tell you about or a warning I want to give you or something I've stumbled across on the internet and I think you should know more about it. So our featured topic of the week is identity theft. Did you know that someone's identity is stolen every two seconds? Yeah, you heard that right. Every two seconds someone's identity is stolen on the internet. And I know that you're already thinking, well, financial records, right? Bank accounts, credit cards, those are at the top of everyone's list because that's the thing that you hear about most often, right? How many times has that happened to you where you've gotten a charge on a credit card from somewhere across the country, you've never been there or haven't been in a long time, and they're just testing out that card? The credit card companies are getting pretty good about telling you when that kind of thing happens and making it fairly easy to get those things taken back off, but what a hassle. And if they don't catch it and it goes through, that can, that can really mess up your day or week. And I'm hearing more and more stories all the time about how this is affecting people, not just not just their financial information, but their medical records. Did you know that someone can spoof your medical records, pretend it's theirs, go receive treatment at a hospital or facility somewhere, use your insurance to pay for it, and then their issues, their medical issues, then get sucked into your medical records. Guess how this is gonna affect you? As a uh, insurance agent, I know, uh, in a former life, I was an insurance agent. And I know that when you go to get insurance, especially life insurance, they consult something called the Medical Information Bureau. And any information about your medical history and the prescriptions you're taking and all those kind of things go into this Medical Information Bureau and the insurance companies consult that to decide if you're eligible and how to rate you and underwrite you for your insurance. Well, can you imagine you trying to get life insurance and all of a sudden they're them coming back and saying, I'm sorry, you can't have that policy because you have cancer. And you say, I don't have cancer. What are you talking about? Someone else spoofed your records, got some treatment, got into your... Re what a nightmare, right? What a nightmare for that to happen. And we never want that to happen to you. A couple other scenarios. Did you know about this driver's license? Uh, someone told me that they had their wallet stolen and then the wallet was left at a scene at the scene of a crime. And of course, they found out about this when the police came knocking at their door. Hello, uh, mister, you are under arrest. Uh, for this crime that you obviously committed because your your wallet was there. So terrible, terrible things happen, and I could go on and on. I don't want to take too much time on this topic except to say this is a very real problem with your financial, your medical records, children. Children are being targeted for this kind of a problem because they can spoof that Social Security number. They can even use a different name but still use your child's Social Security number run up credit, open credit cards galore, run up a whole history of credit. And of course, you're not gonna ever look, you're never gonna look at your child's credit until they turn 18 and wanna start applying for credit only to find out, oh my gosh, someone's already been using this for 10 years. We have all this credit, what a nightmare. That's gonna be a really terrible situation to unravel. Uh, I, I would hate for your child's credit to be destroyed before they even had a chance to uh, to start building their credit. So this is a real problem. If you're on the internet these days, and I know you are because you're watching or listening to this right now, 
this is something that you need to not ignore. And also I wanna mention social media profiles. This happened to me just a couple weeks ago. They take your picture, they take your name, they open up a new Facebook profile or whatever, and then start talking to all your friends. Hey, it's me, CJ. And then that story is gonna lead into, I'm stuck in, you know, Zimbabwe, and I need you to, you know, wire me $5,000 or whatever the scam is. Hopefully it never got that far with any of you because I went live and said, hey, this is happening, look out for it. So I wanna caution you. I, I bet you already knew about the identity theft situation, but I didn't, you probably didn't know it was this severe. They're targeting seniors, they're targeting children, but anyone is at risk. Uh, there is no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no prejudice when it comes to identity theft. Everyone's at risk. It doesn't matter what your age, gender, financial ability, education, where you live geographically, none of those things matter. You're a number, they can steal your number and they can abuse it. So. What are we gonna do? I'm not gonna just tell you about a terrible problem without any kind of a solution. I have found a solution for this, uh, something that I'm really excited about. It's called ID Seal, and I decided it was so important, I actually made it a service that I'm offering to my clients now. So you can go to my website, gilbertstudios.com, and read more about this under my services page, or if you wanna jump right to the link to learn all of the information, I created kind of a shortcut link for you right here, ID Theft gilbertstudios.com idtheft.gilbertstudios.com or just go to gilbertstudios.com and look at my services page you'll find it there it's a real problem but this is an affordable service that will protect you your your spouse and your children and it's very comprehensive and it's very affordable for what it does it also comes with a one million dollar insurance policy against any of those things that i just mentioned including a lost wallet left at the scene of a crime. Uh, so anyway, something super important I wanted to bring to your attention, uh, identity theft. Yeah, every two seconds is the current statistic. So with that, I'm gonna leave this link uh, here for you one more second while I have another sip of coffee. If you wanna write that down. All right, very good. Let's move right in. It is now time to ask a web geek. I've got some really great questions from our audience, and I want to thank you for participating. Even before we got the show started, you started asking those questions, and I really appreciate it. So our very first question is from Anushka, and Anushka asks, I've been wanting to integrate my Apple Calendar with a calendar for people to schedule calls with me. I haven't found one that integrates with Apple easily. I see Outlook and Gmail calendar integrations mainly I use WordPress. Anushka, this is a really great question. I have been asked this question a couple times recently, and it's smart because this is a tool that's out there. This is a technology that's available. Do you ever play that game? Hey, let's meet for coffee or let's you know meet to talk about whatever you know, maybe you're offering a client a, a discovery session or something like that, right? So, hey, does a Tuesday or Wednesday work for you? No, Thursday's better. Oh, okay, does two, two o'clock or three o'clock? No, I can't do any of those times. How's Friday at four? Have you ever done that? It can go back and forth and round and round, right? Well, now they have these, these, these tools that you can use and have people basically schedule themselves into your calendar. And it's a, it's a huge time saver. So I love this question from Anushka because this is a really great way to start. So let's jump in at a couple tools that I'm familiar with and I wanna show them to you. And if it's helpful to you, Anushka, please let me know. I don't know if she's live on the call with us, but she'll watch this recording. I know she will. 
All righty. Let's see what I'm doing now. We've got the slides up. We've got my picture up. Let's find my... Uh, bop, bop, bop. Yeah, here we go. There's my... Um, my browser and now i'd like to see it over here we can all see it there here it is boom okay great so if i do this you should all be able to see that all right so there's a couple really great services that i like the first one that i'm going to show you is called calendly.com calendly.com we're going to dive into that a little bit further the other one i'm going to do a quick google search on is it is called Schedule Once. I'm just going to do a quick Google search here for Schedule Once. And here it is right here by Once Hub. And I'm overloading my computer with so many windows right now, it's getting really mad at me. But hopefully it's still coming out on your end. Is it, uh, is it like pausing or, or, or uh, on your side? How's it going? Is it like, is it like glitch or anything like that? Let me know how that's turning out. Okay, these are the two services that I've been using with a couple of my clients, and I believe they both integrate with Apple, but let's double check that Anushka right now. I know that Calendly does um, because how can I make my PowerPoint slide go down? Oh, my computer is really upset at how many windows I have open right now. So eventually, this will become a more streamlined process. No hesitation at all. Good, thanks Garrison, appreciate it. Okay, so where are we again? Back to this screen. Calendly, I was looking for a screenshot I took the other, other, uh, the other day about this, Anushka. Okay, let me look right in here at integrations. Uh, now, I personally use the Gmail calendar, and I know for sure that it integrates with Gmail calendar. And I also know that you can sync multiple calendars. And there's a couple ways that you can use Calendly. Um, so it depends on what's going to work best for you. So here's, here's a couple key differences between the two. In Calendly, you can create multiple event types. Uh, and that allows you to have one page where you have numerous event types on there. For example, maybe you have a 15-minute meeting, a 30-minute meeting, and a 60-minute meeting. And you could send one page to your people that says, choose what kind of meeting you like, and they can choose it, and it goes into your calendar. Or you may not want people to have that kind of choice. You may want to send them a link right to the thing that you want them to have. You want them to schedule that 15-minute meeting only. You can send them right to the 15-minute link, okay? And I've got a couple examples of that. Let me show you. Uh, my mic is in front of all my stuff that I'm looking for here. Let me show you my Calendly page so you can get an idea of what I'm talking about. And where is that? It's going to be over here. Let's open up some more windows. That'll help, right? Uh, here we go. Okay, so I can send you to my my general Calendly page, which looks like this. It's uh, Calendly.com Gilbert Studios. Let me go full screen on this so you can see it better. Bup, 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 bup. There we go. So as you can see on this page, Calendly.com Gilbert Studios, I have two options, coffee chat, or discovery call. So you can book a 20 minute call with me as we go over your whatever, right? Your website or your needs or or uh, your marketing, 
or I also like to meet people face to face at a local uh, coffee shop here very close to me, Brew Coffee Spot. Shout out to Brew Coffee Spot in La Mesa, one of my favorite places to meet clients. So you can choose, do I want the discovery call? Do I want the coffee chat? Let's say we click coffee chat and then it takes a look at all of it. It, it compares itself to my calendar. It's hooked up to my calendar. So it says, nope, there are no times uh, left in the month of July for CJ, which makes sense, right? Because that's today. So we can click next. Oh, here's Thursday. Okay, let's say I want to book him uh, Thursday, 11 a.m., you can just click that, confirm that. It's going to ask for your name, email. You can configure these settings, by the way, what it's asking people for, phone number or um, what have you. I've also given the address, where it is, how long it's going to be. So here's a couple settings on how to do that. Calendly is really great for having multiple events, multiple events. Now let me show you the back end of the Calendly system so you can see... Um, even though it's only got these two on the front end that I have available for people to choose from, I've got quite a bit of um, accounts set up back here. What do I want to say? Event types. I have quite a few event types set up, but I can send those individually. Look at this. So here's my website treasure hunt. So if you were to go to websitetreasurehunt.com and book a website treasure hunt with me through the process of buying that package and choosing your time, one of the steps is it's going to send you over to my website treasure hunt and allow you to book that time. And here's all the here's all the configuration with that. Uh, it's a 45 minute call. I can allow people to do that over a 21 day rolling period of time. These are the questions that I'm asking. And there's a lot of information that you can really configure uh, what times people can um, can book that. Let me show you. It brings up a calendar. You can say these are the times I want it to be available for people to choose from, but it also cross-references your live calendar to see if you have any events in that. So this is probably my favorite service for this, Calendly, because of the multiple event types, and that's very helpful to me. And Anushka, I know for sure that it does integrate with Apple because I was looking at that um, just a little bit ago. Let's see if I can throw, can I throw an image? into this for you yeah i sure can so i took this off of um i took this out of the back end somewhere in the calendar connection screen so right here you can connect that to an icloud calendar anushka i hope that answers your question let me know if it does feel free to leave a comment underneath your question in the group uh and we'll address that further if we need to but i think that should take care of it for now Again, I also just want to point out Schedule Once. It's another great service. I do have a couple clients who use this one. This one is, I really like the other one because it has multiple event types, whereas this one, it creates a booking page, which is very specifically for one thing, one thing only, one type of meeting. So if you have a... Uh, if you only have one type of meeting, this might be the one that's going to work the best for you. So uh, check out that intro video right there. I think this one definitely has a free trial. Um, so that was the difference that I found. Uh, multiple events versus I want people to book into one situation. Uh, here, I'll show you the pricing model real quick. That's something I can easily show you. Uh, so Calendly, 
Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Schedule once starts at $15 a month for up to three users. Let's see what that Let's see what that says. Up to three users, $15 monthly flat fee. Get your team started now. Uh, this has changed since I last looked at it because it used to show this matrix of this included one booking form or you could upgrade to the pro and then that's um, several booking forms. So they've changed some stuff here. So whop, that's not going to be as easy to get to. Okay, let's look at Calendly now. Calendly, you can start for free with one connected calendar. It does integrate with Google Calendar, Office 365, Outlook, and iCloud. Schedule unlimited events. Here's the deal. You can only, if you're using the free version, you can only have one event type, and you cannot remove the Calendly branding. That is to say, um, the little doodad that they display. Let me see if I can show you. Right over here, powered by Calendly. Should I remove that? Maybe I should. I don't know. Uh, I didn't know I still had that there. Okay, uh, whereas you can upgrade to their first one, $8 a month. Uh, that's billed annually. Let's see what it is if we're just at billed monthly. $10 a month uh, allows you to connect to two calendars. Unlimited event types, that's golden right there. This may be the best solution for most people. So you can have multiple event types, like I mentioned, for your 15-minute call, your 30-minute meeting, your 60-minute uh, whatever. So this might be the right solution for you. Anushka, let me know if you have any questions at all about Calendly or how to implement it into your website. There's a couple different ways to do it. I know they have some built-in plugins. I think there's even a plugin that works right with WordPress, but I don't know that for sure. Um, choose, let me read this text to you. Choose from three ways to add Calendly to your website, an inline embed, pop-up text, or pop-up widget. So those are great options. Those are available at all three levels. Okay, any questions with that? A couple options for you, Calendly and Schedule Once. My personal favorite is Calendly. That's the one that I use for all those multiple, uh, multiple um, event types. Yeah. How are we doing so far? Uh, that was our first question. And um, I wish she was here live on the call so she could say, that's super great information. Thank you so much for sharing that. Just imagine she, she's saying that. I know she will. Uh, Anushka, though, seriously, if you have any questions uh, on how to get that started, just let me know. I think there's a free trial. Yep, 14-day free trial. So give it a shot. That's the one I like. Okie dokie. Uh, another disclaimer, I often have affiliate links for many tools and resources that I promote. It's another way that I get paid in my business. Uh, I have a resources page on my website. Quite a few of those are affiliate links, not all of them, uh, but quite a few of them are. So just know that if you happen to use a link off of my site, I may or may not get paid for it. Um, you will never pay more using one of my links. In fact, you might get a discount, something that I've been able to negotiate. So don't, don't be afraid to use any of the links that I share with you. I don't have an affiliate link for Calendly, just something I'm throwing out there. All right, let's check out our next question. Thanks so much for that one, Anushka. Really appreciate that. Here's our next question from Melissa. Melissa says, I was wondering if anyone has used PR web for the purpose of obtaining legitimate backlinks to their website. And if so, what type of results did they get from it? I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this question super briefly. I only have a couple 
minutes of thought on this. What I'd really like to do is encourage the whole group to participate in this one. So have you ever used PR web or one of the other PR type websites to promote something uh, and get links back to your website? I would love to get your feedback on how that's working for you or not. I encouraged Melissa to create a uh, post individually. She originally had dropped this question underneath one of my questions that said, what's your question? Uh, and I said, would you please make this its own topic so that people can comment on it? And she did that this morning. I saw it was already there. So go to our group, ask a web geek in Facebook, find this post by Melissa and let her know if you have any experience on using PR web. I'll, I'll use a couple Let's, uh, nope, not that one. That's me in the slides. Let's jump over to this one here. And now I've got to get back to that. First, I let you see it, and then I've got to see it. Let's close a couple of these windows because my computer is crying. All righty. Um, PR web? Is that what it was? PR web, yes. Come on back. PR web, why PR web, service PR web. And then there's another one that I've often used, Melissa. It's called 24-7 press release. It's right down here. So let's take a look at both of these real quick. Please stand by, please stand by. The internet is thinking and so are my computers. My computer keeps telling me I should turn down my video settings or use a faster encoding preset. Let me write that down because I should look that up at some point. Uh, video settings, turn it down or faster encoding. All right, those are words that uh, that mean things to me. If you if that doesn't mean anything to you, that's okay. Okay, um, so here's PR Web. Let's make this a little bigger. Do you want to see my face? Or you want to see the screens bigger? Boop boop. Here's PR Web. Um, so these sites are really great when you want to create a press release, and then you want to you have to pay to launch that press release out to a zillion websites. This is really effective when you have a news story or a press release that you want to get out there. Um, what I find. I don't know, this is, this is how my question is gonna have a lot, my answer is gonna have some I don't know in it. I don't know how effective it is at creating backlinks to your website. What I do know is that you can pay to create your press release, the press release goes on their website, and then they blast that out to all of these other sources, all of these other, uh, what do they call it, the, um, Associated Press, the AP list. So all of a sudden your story that you paid to have put on their website is now going to be spread to all these other websites, CBS and uh, India and, and the Georgia Times and the Wall Street, whatever, I don't know. But there's a whole bunch of these magazines and depending on the package that you purchase depends on which platforms it's going to get blasted out to. In my experience, it puts the uh, article on their website and then they're really promoting their website article but it gets copied to all those other places so i would imagine if you have links to your website in those places it could help boost your website but the other thing that i know is those articles those news articles that are going to all those websites they do not stick for eternity that is to say they'll promote that as a news article on their website 
for some period of time, weeks to months, but it's possible they'll fall off the website and just not be there anymore because it's old news, right? They only want to have current re relevant information. So take that as you will. It is a really great uh, resource to create a press release and get a lot of press attention on a particular topic because it does go to all the news channels and, and sent out to all the reporters. So you can get a lot of eyeballs on your story at once. That's really great. Uh, and that's how I would recommend you use it. I don't know if it's really great for backlinks or not. I would guess not. But that's a guess. And I'd love to hear if anyone else has any other opinions. Let me know. Leave a comment if you would, please, in our Facebook group. Let me just check our comments down here. You are seeing some hesitation, some buffering. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I will, um, we'll see what we need to do about that. Like I said, I'm <laughs> totally taxing my computer with lots of windows and stuff. Uh, the other one that I like to use, by the way, Melissa, is this one, 24-7 press release. That's 24-7pressrelease.com. I find that to be a very affordable package. I think it's about 150 and it blasts it out to hundreds of channels. Um, and so that's the one that I've, I've personally used for a couple different projects. Okay, hope that helps. Uh, let me know in the comments here if you're watching live, if there's any other... Uh, if there's any other services that you like to use. Uh, otherwise, if you would uh, join that conversation in our Facebook group and let Melissa know what your experience is with PR web or any of these press release services. Are they good for backlinks? Are they not? I'd like to invite you to participate in that discussion. And, uh, and thanks so much to Melissa for asking that question. Okay, the last question that I have prepared and ready to go for today comes from Lee Miller. Lee wants to know, how do I integrate Gmail with my business domain name? Currently, I can send as my business from Gmail, but if you reply and I reply back, the second email is my Gmail account and not my business email. Okay, this question is a little bit more involved. Um, there's a lot of steps. You're very welcome, Melissa. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing what other people have to say about that, right? Lee, this one's a little more involved. There's a lot of steps in this process, and it is a, a little too detailed for this call because of how much time it takes and all the steps involved. But let me give you a quick overview on kind of how it works in general. And I'll use myself as an example. So... Let me get my camera back going. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Let's just do this one for now. So <laughs> there's a couple steps in the process. So first of all, officially, if you want to use your business domain name with, with your email address and you want to use the Gmail system, the simplest, best, probably the way that Gmail encourages you to do it is by purchasing their G Suites package what they call G Suites. It's the idea that you can use your business name, your business domain name, and you'll get all the Google services as part of that bundle. Don't hold me to this price. I wanna say it's about four or $5 per user per month. That's pretty comparable with what Microsoft is also charging for their online email, user own email service. I encourage my customers, pick Google or pick Microsoft to be your email server. Um, I do help my customers with their website hosting. I'm going to get into that in just a second because you need that if you're going to go option B, Lee. Uh, 
um, you have to use your own website hosting. So I provide website hosting as a service for my clients and I help them set that up with put their website on it. By the way, website hosting is where your website lives on the internet and the domain name is the address. So for example, gilbertstudios.com, that's my address. Askawebgeek.com, that's another one of my addresses. And I have website hosting. It's like the apartment that your website lives in. And I put the website in the apartment and then we slap that address on it. And if you go to askawebgeek.com, you'll come over here, you get to see the website that I've got in that hosting area and boom, that's where the website lives. So we have to do a little manipulation if you're using a free Gmail account and you want to use a domain name. It used to be that it was a lot easier that you could just open up a Gmail account, whatever my name is, at gmail.com. You could go into the settings. You could add an alias, any other email address you wanted to use. And as long as you were receiving email to that address, Google sent you a message to make sure you could receive it. Then they're like, fine, if you're receiving it, it's yours. Then we can also send as it. So if you're old school and you set this up years ago, you've been grandfathered in and Google Gmail may be sending your email through their own Gmail systems using your domain name. This is not recommended anymore and Google has changed the way that they're doing it. If you want to use the free Gmail, whatever my address is at gmail.com, but you want to use it with your business domain name, now you have to be using a website host in order to actually send that email for you. For example, in my system, I have it set up. Uh, I've got all my domain names, right? And I've got my one Gmail address where all of my email comes into, but I can email you out through multiple different addresses. And the reason I can do that is because I've created an, an an email address box in my website hosting and I'm literally sending the email through that server and then out to the world. So I'm still inside Gmail and I'm right, I'm typing the email in Gmail. Whoop. And then when I click send, it goes down to the Gilbert Studios server, goes through the Gilbert Studios server. I keep hitting my mic, sorry. And then it sends it out from there. So it's not actually being sent through the Gmail server. It's being routed through my gilbertstudios.com and then sent out. Does that make sense? Uh, so it used to be that Gmail will ju would just send it for you from their server. Now it needs to actually come through your legitimate domain name server. So you can do that as part of the G Suite's package that you're paying for, and they take care of that setup. You just route your, your uh, domain name over to them, and they take care of everything else. I can also help you with those settings if you need. Or if you're using the free Gmail account, there is a way that we can do it, but it requires you having your own website host and your website host is actually where that uh, email is being sent through. Let me know if that made sense at all. I just said a lot of words and <laughs> let me know if by the time they got to you on that side, they actually meant something. I can show you a couple of quick examples in my own um, Gmail where that's done. In fact, let me do it this way. Let me pull up my browser. Up, 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 up. And if I can find the right browser over here, close some of these windows. Where's my other browser? Boop, boop, boop. Um, do I want to show you my settings? Let's see what that looks like. Please stand by as CJ fiddles with his settings. 
So if you're in Gmail, and I know you can't see me, um, I'm debating whether or not to show this to you. Bup, bup, bup. Oh, and then that could get into this whole other ball of worms. Uh, there's, there's two different ways to set up your email through Gmail. The first way that I was just talking about, uh, sending it out through that uh, sending server is one way. You could have, you could have your email set up as its own mailbox somewhere, and that can also be incorporated in. Um, that can also be incorporated into Gmail too. There's two different areas in the settings, and I don't really want to share my my um, my settings screen with you right now. So I don't know if I can fully answer this question, Lee, and I'm sorry that I can't give a whole lot more details on this, but um, let me just say, let me check the comments down here. Thanks, Melissa. I appreciate that. She says it all makes sense. All right, let me come back to this. So anyway, that's a little bit more complicated than, than a, you know, it, it's a little more complicated than we can pull up a website and click something and fix a problem right now, which is really my whole goal for the show is that we can fix problems right now. This is your, this is your chance to have an hour of free coaching with CJ every week to get all those questions answered. Um, I work with people all the time on their websites and their marketing and these little questions pop up all the time. How do I do this? How do I do this? How do I upload this picture? It's not working. It's not, I, I'm, I'm doing the thing it says, but it's just not taking it. And what's fun is that when we're working virtually in this, in this way and I can take over the screen and I can start doing it on my side, guess what? The computer, the internet still fights me. And I always say to my clients, oh, I'm sorry, this is, you know, give me a little hard time or it's not working the way we want. And every time my client says to me, I love it. Are you kidding? I love to watch you fight with the computer because it makes me feel so much better. Uh, I thought I was the only one that fought with the computer. And here it is, my web geeks over here fighting with the computer just as well. Well, that that is absolutely true. I fight with that computer all day long. I'm just more resilient to it. I'm just used to it, right? I expect it to fight back with me. And uh, and I'm not I'm not put off by that. Uh, I don't have any problem fighting with the computer. So let me fight on your behalf. We'll fight it together, okay? It, it's really not as uh, malicious as it seems. It's just doing what it's told. And sometimes those signals get crossed. So I speak geek and I speak normal human. Let me translate between the two for you, okay? Lee, I hope that answers your questions. Uh, it probably does not because there's a lot of settings. We should maybe set up a time to look at your specific Gmail settings. That's a great example of something we should do in a private call instead of the public call. So I can actually see what your settings are and your passwords and that kind of thing and make sure that it gets set up. So if that's something that you need done for you, uh, your domain name incorporated with your Gmail address. I love Gmail. I love the Google platform. It's amazing. I, I use it for everything and I encourage all my clients to do it too. Uh, get the G Suites package if you wanna if you wanna pay Google to have access to all of those suite uh, suites of services. If you're already using a free Gmail account, you can still use your domain name. But there's a couple things we got to do first to get that to work through a website host. You might already have a website host. If you do not have a website host, I would be happy to be your website host and help you with all those settings too. You can assume that would be a couple hours service. Uh, let's guess that that would be like. 
160 to 180 to set up that whole situation. Here's how I normally do that. If if a client just wants me to consult to set that up for them, be about 160, about 180 to set that up for them. Or if they're paying me to be their website host, I just kind of include that in the package. So I let them pay me for the hosting for the year or per month, and then I'll help them set up that email part as part of that service. So either way, I do the hosting and set it up, or I just help you set it up on your own hosting. Expect that that's about a $200 service, if you will, for a couple hours of time and configuring all the steps. Uh, what I found is if you know what to do, none of the steps are too difficult. There's just so many steps. And I'm really good at keeping track of what those steps are and what's the next thing we need to do in the process. So Man, great questions today. Any other questions from our live audience? I want to check with our live audience. Um, Garrison says, and you are all about finding the solutions for your clients. And that is the difference. Yeah, you're right, Garrison. Thank you. I, I, I'm always focused on the needs of my client and their budget. It's very important. Every solution that I look for is all about your needs and your budget and what's going to work best for you. I believe that my business is only here to support your business and help you grow. So let's check in with our with our uh, studio audience, so to speak. Any questions from the peanut gallery, guys? We're about to wrap up the live call here. Uh, we've been going for about 53 minutes, it looks like, uh, minus my rambling and, and other situations. Any questions from you guys live? I'll just uh, wait a minute for that question to catch up with... Um, with the uh with the video <laughs> okay while that's catching up i'll still be checking your questions uh so while that's uh catching up let me just mention that uh our show ask a web geek is sponsored this week by my free video workshop five keys to unlock the profit hidden in your website sign up now at my website safari.com my website safari.com this is a free course that will help you improve your website and your business. But if you don't want to invest that time yourself to improve your website, have me do it for you with my website treasure hunt. You can learn more about this at websitetreasurehunt.com. This is a 45-minute virtual safari where we explore every aspect of your website and create a full list of things that can be worked on and improved by me or by anyone you choose. Maybe you already have a team. That's totally fine, but maybe you don't know what to tell your team to do. And that's where I can come in and help you out. So let's take a look at your website. Let's make sure that it's doing everything that you need it to do for your business. That's my intention. So check out those two resources. Again, it's uh, this one. Did that work? Come on. Poor computer. So slow. Mywebsitesafari.com to get the free workshop. And then my, uh, websitetreasurehunt.com to take, to take a look at our website treasure hunt service. Melissa, thank you so much. I really appreciate your comment and for you being here supporting me. Garrison, thank you so much for being here. There's a few other people live. Thank you so much for being here with me. I really appreciate it. Um, final thoughts. The internet is a jungle. It is so easy to get lost, fall into hidden traps, and not get where you want to go. Hire a well-trained guide like myself or some of the many other professionals that will lead you through and get you where you want to go. 
Thank you so much for your time and attention. Thank you for taking time this morning to work on your business, improve your life, improve your business, improve your results. Guys, I can't thank you enough for your time and attention. Check us out on Facebook. Join our group. Ask those questions. Participate in our discussions throughout the week. Tweet me if you have anything to ask. I'm all. I'm also on Twitter, Ask a Web Geek. Then subscribe. This is going to go live eventually to our YouTube channel. I'd love for your support and comments there. And then it's also going to become a podcast. If you're a podcast listener, subscribe on iTunes and subscribe anywhere else that you catch your podcasts. I love podcasts. Really great for listening on the go. Really great for listening on the go and uh, on at the gym, in the car. I always have a podcast going. I've got a little um, podcast MP3 player and I load this up uh, once or twice a week, once or twice or once every couple weeks with all my favorite podcasts that I listen to. Uh, and that's what I listen to most of the time unless I'm listening to music. I uh, usually listen to music while I'm working, and then if I'm in the car, it's kind of like a mini uh, mini university. Someone refers to their car as their mini university because you can study on the go. Guys, thanks so much for your time and attention. Please let me know what questions you have. Tweet me, Facebook group, uh, private message if it's appropriate. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Let me let me check those uh, those comments one more time. Kim, thanks for being here. Really appreciate you supporting our first show. Thanks to everyone else, Julia and Paul, uh, liking the show today. Really excited to have a dozen people or more participating on this first live call. Uh, I really appreciate it. So I'm really excited about where the show is going to go. Let me know what you want answer, answered in our next class. This is your opportunity to ask a web geek. All the details are on the website, askawebgeek.com. I just have a temporary page there today with a few links. But as soon as I get those podcasts and episodes produced, I'll launch the full website. It's ready to go as soon as I get those podcasts in place. All right, guys, thanks so much for your time and attention. Make this a wonderful Wednesday. And thank you so much. Remember, the internet is a jungle. You don't want to get lost. Hire a well-trained guide to lead you through and get you where you want to go. God bless. Ask a web geek. Askawebgeek.com. The internet's a jungle. Roar!